Okay, so today our guest is Christine, um, one of my very closest friends, and I have the pleasure of being godmother to one of her sons. Yay. She, like um, a few of our guests, has sons and not daughters, so this conversation will be very interesting. We don't want to leave the boys out. So, Christine, thanks mm-hmm. for joining us. Yes, but I so am a daughter. So I still kind of, right? (laughs) (laughs) I still can understand what what was going on, but yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, if you want to say something really quickly about yourself, and then we'll start with our Spitfire questions. Okay. um, Like, um, like it was mentioned, I am Christine Ebbie. I am um, a mother, wife in my mid thirties. I'm a millennial and I'm, you know, very uh, passionate about um, living your best life um, and breaking through, you know, your past to be who you were called to be. So I'm excited to be here today. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You ready? I'm ready. Five spitfire questions. All right. Let's go. What is your favorite self-care activity? Massage. Who is your mom inspiration? Uh, my mom. My mother. What is... <laughs> mm-hmm. What advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. That's a deep, that's not Spitfire, Nikki. That's, that's okay, like, <laughs> I, can, I would say, I would say, um, oh, here's what I would say to my younger self. Um, the challenge is for the good. Like, don't run from challenges. Lean into Next them. Next question. Mm-hmm. Favorite childhood memory? Ooh, um, just playing with friends and different phases of my life. Just having a blast, summer camps, day camps, traveling, just my childhood in general. Okay. I mm-hmm. finished a sentence. I love being a mom because... Because you experience a love that you never knew, um, and it's it's indescribable. Yes, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. that's it for the Spitfire okay. questions. <laughs> I have okay. those on Spitfire, but okay. I know, so I, and we can expand on it as we okay. as we talk. Okay. But I wanted to see if you would have like quick, quick answers to those. Or um, deeper thought. Yeah. I'm a deep but thinker. You're, so yeah, yeah. You are, I was about to say yeah. that. You are a deep thinker. <laughs> so let's see. Um, so let's talk about the one that um, you said was not a uh, spitfire question. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give your younger self? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that to me, I think a lot of my childhood, I was more or less I would say um, low self-esteem I did not really think highly of myself in a lot of different ways so um, and you know that's the whole another childhood trauma stuff but I think I just did not think highly of myself so I never really wanted to shine I didn't think I was worthy to shine and then I didn't think 
I was smart. I was I was always I feel like my childhood really up until like six, seven years ago, I was really just always like um what's the word? I was I was shrinking myself. That's what it is. I was shrinking mm-hmm. myself. Um, I was always shrinking myself. I mean, in any category, I was just, I knew I was smart. I knew I was this. I knew I was that, but I just did not want to lean into it. So I would always want to be in the background or I would always want to be like, you know, a sidekick friend. I would always want to be like, yeah. I didn't want to be a solo singer. Like I never wanted to be in the front and then I never wanted to be the smartest. I I knew I was smart. You know, I just wanted to be good enough. Like, let me blend in. And that was how I was. So my mom would always be like, you know, take these kind of classes, take these level courses. And I would fight it to the core because I did not want to work hard. I just wanted to do easy stuff. I wanted, I wanted to take easy classes. I didn't want to take, you know, AP level college level credit classes because that means I would have to like study and then I would have to like step up and then I would have to focus and then that means you know then I would have potential of failing so for me I went to avoid all of that let me just do the basic stuff and the basic stuff gets me the A's gets me the hundreds gets me the 99s and I'm praised, you right, right? Um, or right. you know, sports. I would not. I wouldn't want to go for like the top position. I would just want to just make the team. You know, like as long as mm-hmm. I make the team, that's fine. But to be like the star of the team or to like really, really, really zone in on my gifts. Mm-mm. So I think my younger self, I would tell my younger self, it's okay to be excellent um, because now like I'm the complete opposite. Well, not the complete opposite, but I've shifted more into understanding that a growth mindset, right? Um, learning, yeah. you don't have to know everything because I, I think I was more so like, just do what you're good at because if you're good at it, nobody's going to look down on you or nobody's going to challenge you. So just do what's what's comfortable for you. So I was comfortable in, in, um, I wasn't really a STEM person. I wasn't really science math or anything like that. I was okay, but I didn't lean into that. I leaned in more to like Mm -hmm. writing and English and, um, you know, language arts and stuff like that. And so I just did it because it was comfortable. Bree mm-hmm. is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like Bree is extremely smart, but I, 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 I don't know. It's if it's it's fear a the Nigerian pressure, like parent pressure too. There like was, I don't feel like we have pressure. That we've put pressure on her. But I but, feel like y'all still just from me look outside looking in. I still I can see like the expectation of like you yeah. must excel. There is no other option. And so when you feel like, I don't even know if I excel because the other, what's the option of not excelling is, you know, you don't want to, and then you don't want to disappoint. Like, especially being the first daughter, which me and Brie, the oldest and the first, and the first girl are the, the oldest. Okay. So the oldest is, the oldest is a girl, which me and Brie have that, and, um, yeah. relation it's different yeah. right it's different so yeah. I can see yeah but even but even Brie 
stands out more to me. Like I wasn't even like I'm similar to Brie, but Brie is even more than I was. Like I didn't want to do dance and do this and be active and da 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 da. I was like, no, no, no. Let me just yeah. stay. I, like yeah. I said, I was I very. Mm-hmm. I think she stands out because at the core of who she is, she's, she's exaggerated. Yeah. She and she's personality. Created. She's very, and, yeah. Right. And I'm like that. I'm exaggerated. Yeah. I have personality. I'm social. I can charm people. I'm very like everyday, like I'm your everyday friend. Like I'm that type of girl. But, um, yeah. but when I was younger, I was easily intimidated by other people. So I shied, I shied myself down a lot. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, the, so now, like we've, I well, I do. I tell her just be, do your best. That's all I want because I know, you, I know she's capable. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I, I don't push her into things I know aren't part of who she is. Right. Right. But just do your best. I, I, I there was a time when she would have these terrible stomach pain. Mm. Her stomach just hurts. And I couldn't figure out what it was. Like I, I um, eliminated cheese and dairy mm. from her diet. I did all these crazy things. We ran tests. She was fine. So I started to observe more carefully. And what I found is every time she had a test, mm-hmm. it's anxiety, anxiety for the exam. And so then I had to switch and then Prince had to switch his tactics with her as well. Like it's okay. You have to study and prep for the test. Yeah. And then that's it. That is all you can do. But you can't play and then go take the test without studying and then expect to pass. So, um, so like I, I want her to do well, but now I can tell she, like I told her to go ahead. I want her to join the swim team because she's a great swimmer. And finally, she told me why she doesn't want to. She was like, well, I don't want you to tell me I have to win. Mm. And I'm like, but I've never said you have to win. You have to give your best. That is an expectation that I'm never going to not have. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to win. Mm -hmm. As long as you put in the effort, like, I'm okay with it. Right. But anyway, so, like, I don't know. Um, So you were saying you would tell yourself to... I would tell myself that it's okay to... to shine to yeah yeah, not to shrink myself Mm -hmm. okay and then um so how did you overcome that oh i don't even know because you said like six or seven years ago yeah how old am i so maybe definitely college i think was hard like a lot of people say like high school was hard or middle school for me it was college I mean college was fun don't get me wrong I love my college experience I think I was um I would not be who I am without have going to Howard and going to an HBCU I think that's one of the best decisions I made but at the same time college is very confusing you mm-hmm. meet so many prepped for- right I was not prepped and so you meet so many people and so many different mindsets and then I went 
to DC. So you gonna meet people from all. Oh, it's not a regional school. It's a it's a global school. So you meet so many different kind of people. People who are established, who are not established. People from New York. Just all kind of people. And so I got so confused about who I was. And then uh, it wasn't until I moved back to Texas in 2010, 11. And then I really gave my life to Christ in 2012. And then in 2012, I really like locked into, um, to God. I really locked into my relationship with God. I really, I just, I mean, when you talk about being born again, like that was my being born again. And I always told God like, yeah, you know, I was raised in church and went to church every Sunday and Wednesday Bible study, all this stuff, youth youth programs, all that stuff. But like knowing God for myself and having a true encounter, that did not happen until I was like 25, 26. And so um, from there, he just began to show me everything I was in Christ, everything I am, who I am. My identity was in Christ. I did not need anybody else to validate me. Um, I, you know, stopped dating. I stopped messing with um, guys who were just full of trash. Um, so that was a big part of why I was had low self-esteem because the men I was attracting. And then, um, you know, not really being validated as a child, as a daughter, as I was never validated as a daughter, ever, 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 yeah. very rarely. So my relationship with my parents was trash. Um, my parents' marriage, you know, was not the greatest still is not so all of those things like really I was really damaged like very damaged so from 2012 and then 2013 I got into a mentorship program a women's mentorship program at my at the church I was attending at the time which I think is what did it so to answer your question yeah so around 2013 I got into this women's ministry program got was surrounded by um strong women of faith I had a mentor I had women peer women who were my age who we were like sisters and then from then on it just my confidence just started to um snowball and I just started thinking differently having my mind was renewed in Christ like everything was just going 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 until you know to be who I am today so that was like 2013 which is I can't do the math but yeah so almost 10 years yeah like seven eight years ago Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, mentorship. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, for sure, mentorship and surrounding yourself with the right people. With the right people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What keeps you up at night as a parent? (sighs) Um, just this world is going downhill, man. This world is just trash. <laughs> like I yeah. really mourn the world that our children are or will be growing up in. I yeah, really do. I really do. Um, I really do. So I just that keeps me up at night. Um, just who they're black men at the end of the day. So, and black men are just so, um, I mean, we all have brothers, we all have uncles and we know the ones that one little event in their life can just 
take them out and not even take them out like die i'm talking about just destiny destroyers just you know and so that keeps me up at night that really does Mm -hmm. um not knowing like we can do everything in our power we can do all this and one you know event could just take them and make them men that are just you know and I'm and I truly truly pray that that does not happen um by God's grace you know I really don't want them to be wayward I don't yeah I pray that you know um something happens where the world does get better Mm. because it it doesn't seem to be happening you know and I think about being pregnant for nine to 10 months, mm. you bring this child, you do everything you can to keep them safe and healthy and happy and you give them everything and then the world just, yep. then what, yep. you know? So I want to talk a little more about validation from your parents, you know, mm. growing up, um, my childhood was just weird because mm-hmm. I uh, did not meet my mom until I was 12, mm. never met my dad. So um, I grew up, I lived with my grandmother from age nine months. And then age five, I went to live with my uncle. Then I went to live with another uncle. Mm. So I just moved from house to house, but without my parents. But I always say like the best thing my mom could have done for my sister and I was giving us to Mm -hmm. my grandmother, our grandparents. It was the greatest gift ever, greatest gift ever. Um, But then as I'm getting older now and now I have Brianna, Mm -hmm. the validation that gets lost, like that I I mourn that, not being validated as a girl and not... um, appreciating all of that and get into almost 40 to Mm. appreciate me on Thursday I had a meeting with a funder so I was dressed nice Mm -hmm. and I'm walking down I was walking in our parking lot to the car and this client looks at me and he said good morning I said good morning and he said um I would tell you you look beautiful but I feel like you told yourself that on the mirror this Mm. morning and I said yes I did I said, yes, I did. But then I I started thinking, I was like, man, I want Brie to wake up in the morning, get dressed, look at herself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I look good. I'm beautiful. And then be okay with with it, you know, and not wait for someone else to make that Mm -hmm. point for her Mm -hmm. so what do you what type of validation do you think you needed or could have benefited you growing up I mean all kinds everything you said right so validation of you know you're beautiful or your validation of you know you're smart you're talented you're capable I mean and not in the capable of you know because I expect you to do it but just capable because I see your gifts you know that type of thing um just all everything just validation from every level I feel like is is needed from parents right because at a certain point you start seeking that validation if you don't have it right the foundation from 
the, from your mother and from your father because I feel like both parents are needed in separate ways to make a whole child but yes, um agreed. but I feel like I then started seeking validation from my peers and from male counterparts and I was searching and searching and searching and doing things that I didn't want to do or I never, I thought I had to, let me say, I, not that I didn't want to do it. I just thought I had to do it in order to fit in, to be validated. Right. So I would do these, yes. all these things and go to all these places and just be like very foolish in my behavior. And then, um, again, like I said, it wasn't until I started being renewed in Christ that I understood, like, I don't need any of that validation because I'm validated through Christ. So if you don't have the validation from your parents, you need to have that validation from God. Um, because if not, you will search it, you will seek it. You will yeah. want to see it, find it from somebody, someplace and wherever you can get it. And men who know how to manipulate that and know how to sniff that out, they will pray, yeah. pray on that. Right. So yep. if, if you're, a daughter if you have a daughter and you're not validating her from a young age there will be a time in her timeline of age where she will begin to seek it any means necessary yeah because she has it and it's going to be so empty that she's going to need it more and more and more and more and she will be willing to do whatever um it takes to get that validation um whether it's agreed you know, hanging out with the wrong crowd or building, make really boys, boys. I'm telling, boys. I'm telling you, yeah. I wasn't boy crazy. I wouldn't say that, but I was yeah. so hungry for validation. Like hungry. even getting yeah. a hug, like from a crush was like, Oh my gosh, my crush gave me a hug today yeah. at school. And, blah, 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 blah. and so or he smiled at me or he, smiled or he, at me, or he, mm -hmm. he called me big head. And I know he likes me because of that. And so now I'm going to go sneak out <laughs> and find him. And we're going to go to the park and all these crazy things that yeah. if, you know, yeah. and I'm like, God forbid, you know, she gives her virginity away to some stupid boy because that boy is the one that's giving her attention. Yes. You know, or validating and that, was her. Yeah. that was my experience. Yeah. That was my experience. That was my experience. And that was my experience. And I, I, I talk about my friend from high school, Ada, mm. and her family. Honestly, without that family, I don't know mm. where I would have ended up. Like, it, it was so to the point where, so she and I, we worked at KFC. Mm -hmm. And she knew I was I wasn't boy crazy, but it was the same thing, just seeking validation from boys and stuff. So she kept an eye on me like you couldn't mm. come talk to me. She's like, why? Why do you need a boy to talk to you? You're 15. For what? Why? And kept me straight. But prior to our relationship, I can remember as early as age 13, just wanting that right. validation, that love and that affection. And because the household was also a bit chaotic and mm -hmm. it was, I, I needed an outlet mm -hmm. where I, I had peace. I had love. I felt needed. I felt love. You know what I mean? So it was mm -hmm. just terrible. And that is really what brought about the idea for this book is mm. when 
your child age 10 and under Mm -hmm. and you don't get any of those foundational Mm -hmm. things to keep you mentally together knowing that once i get home i'm loved Mm. you know y'all whatever y'all want out here but i know that when i get home i have all that i need once you don't receive that as a child it's it's such a tough battle i think i was age goodness i had to be in my 20s Mm. before that just kind of stopped for some reason. No, no, no. I was in my thirties mm. before I, stopped. I was married mm. when I finally realized, hold on, I don't need any of like, this is stupid. Yeah. I don't need any, but I was already married. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think a lot of times kind of going to your married point, that's why I really cherish my single years, right? Because single singleness is the funniest time of life to me because you're such in a rush to end that season and then when you look back on it you're like oh my gosh I wish I just would have just like it's such a gift that's in disguise it's a blessing in disguise and you take it for granted and you know and it wasn't until the end of it to like the last year less than a year where I was really really like no I you know I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I know this I knew that but those other and I and I consider singleness like when you're graduated from college and you're kind of like in your um you know your adult years or whatever you're you're more so independent yeah, you're working, you're starting your career, you're of marriageable age. So that's my singleness. It's not like when you're uh, in college, I don't consider that single. I mean, some people do, but I don't. I think it's more so if you're, um, you know, like you said, in your career ages in those years or time period. It's like, man, it's it's tough. Um, but then when you get on the other side of singleness, you realize how, man, that's just, whew. I wish if you could just go back yeah. because like you said yeah. like and, and I was, remember, yeah you remember go ahead I remember, I remember saying to my husband I was like you know what I actually don't need you to be happy like I don't need you to make me happy I, I, I don't I'm glad I have you in my life but I will never um, depend on you mm. for my happiness ever again and that was a, a turning point for me because then I realized, like, I, I appreciate and I, I love him, mm-hmm. love him, but his validation is not that important to because me. Because you realize <laughs> he's all. just like another person who can be fickle. Yes. One day yeah. they love you, they're showing you, showering you with the next day they don't want to you know because they're humans as well they're fickle people who like you one day don't like you next day have the attitude one day don't you know it's like it's too much so the only way I can't depend on another person to make me happy is just no and I did not realize Mm. that until I yeah so that was a turning point for me and then I was talking to my boss a couple of weeks ago about just marriage and Mm -hmm. stuff and she said you know you get to a point in marriage where you realize you're t- really two different people. Yeah. You know, you're two different people. Yeah. And you, when you get, when you're first married, for me, when I was first married, um, I wasn't working, you know, or I, w- I didn't have a great mm. job. So I, 
lot on prints. But then when I got to, so my boss said, but when you get into a real career where people see your worth, see the value you bring into things, it begins to change mm-hmm. who you are mentally. Mm-hmm. People see you outside of mother, daughter, yeah. or mother, wife, yeah. and they see you, they validate your work, your intelligence, your abilities, and your skills. And that also creates a shift in your marriage because your husband will notice that you're beginning to grow into your own person just based on the outside world, mm-hmm. which also has been a gift mm-hmm. for me. Since I started working at my job, I, that changed mm-hmm. also. I get validation from my work right. and I don't get validation from the people I'm just validated because I know I do good work. You do meaningful but work I that you're never, that you're proud of. Yeah. I never would have felt that way twenty years mm. ago. So yeah. So it's interesting. Um, okay, let's see. Next question. Mm-hmm. What is the best advice you've received from your mom or a mother figure? Um, I could say so two things. One from my mom was never depend on a man. And this sounds bad, but yeah, never depend on a man. <laughs> Make sure you're educated. Make sure you have everything you need because you cannot depend on a man. And that came from my grandfather, her dad, who back in those days in Nigeria, you, we, if you kind of like go back into time, you can think of why he was telling her those things, right? You should never put everything, kind of like we're saying, validation, your financials, everything into another human being because they are fickle. So she told me that. And then a mother figure who was my mentor, um, one of my mentors at the time, told me, you know, if you... um anything you want to fix in your life, you first have to admit it, right? So whatever you're going through, if you're not willing to own it and admit it first, that's when you're on the road to healing it. That's when you're on the road to fixing it. Um, So we had to do like an exercise to say, you know, if, if you really knew me, I think in church and a lot of places, we go to we all wear masks and a lot of times you see these people and they look like they have it all together and you know they know how to dress they know how to do their hair they know how to do their makeup right they have the you know their shoes manicure pedicures everything is just boom 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 and everything and then you we all sat in a room and everyone said if you really knew me you would know like and when I tell you it was like a room of 15 women by the end of everybody saying what they really were going through and everybody saying what they really had been through and if you really knew me you would know I have been through this I'm dealing with this everybody was pretty much sobbing in tears because we are always taught to you know make you know be this woman have it all together do this do this do this and you know you have to admit it like I have to come to terms with you know if you really knew me you would know that you know my marriage is falling apart or if you really knew me you would know that 
you know, I, you know, hate my mom and she never loved me or whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah. once you admit it, I feel like that is pretty much self-awareness. You become aware of it. You become conscious of it. And then you are able to then do take the steps to heal it, whether it's therapy, whether it's prayer, whether it's, you know, forgiveness, whatever it is, you know, because so many things are so deep down in us that we have to kind of sit and let things come to the surface. So um, those are the two things that, you know, I would say. That was really good. <laughs> those are the two things I would say kind of, resonate still with me to this day and I'm sure there's more but um those are two things that come to my head. Yeah, no that that um it's interesting you say that never depend on another human being or never depend depend on a man. When I recorded with Selena last week, it was the same mm. thing her mom told her. Like you always have to have something doing. That was hers. Yeah. She was like, it doesn't have to be a job, but you have yes, to have your own you thing to. going. And I like, think that yeah. um like kind of like what you said it doesn't mean that when I say you shouldn't depend I don't mean that you don't need I think you do need a partner you right. do need a partner in especially in your home I think you do need a, a man to that's what we're created for we're created for that but I don't think you should have your dependence right. on him to make no yeah. no 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 yeah. you can't you do you just you can't yeah like no one person can fulfill no. all and i mean and i don't yeah you know and i know we know some women who are fully dependent and i just i just don't i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it i don't feel like it's good yeah i mean but everybody to each their really own you know but i, I yeah, but even women who are totally dependent, you're not totally independent, mm -hmm. though. Dependent. You're dependent on someone for something. Yeah. 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 You are yeah. depending on them for something, you know. Um, yeah, you definitely are. Let's see. What do you wish you were taught that you had to learn on your own? <laughs> so many things. I mean, I feel like our parents did the best that they could with what they they thought was the best that they, they should do, right? So I don't want to, like, say, bash my parents or do anything like that. I just think that, you know, my, my parents were, especially my mom, she, they were just very evasive with life, right? So everything was just go to school, go to school, go to church, go to school, go to church, go to school, da, 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 you know, like there wasn't much deeper conversations about life. Um, yeah. That's most Nigerian yeah. households though back then. So I mean, but yeah. even now, like, I just feel like the trajectory of parenting and millennial parenting is so much more different. Like we want them to know about financials. We want them to know about how to make money. And we want you to know, because the sooner you start and you have this understanding, the better off your beat you'll be. But I also understand that they yeah. were taught, right? So every generation is taught from the parent, what the parents got to endure. Our grandparents, 
and our ancestors, they didn't have education. They were farmers or they were, you know, market women or they, they didn't go to school. So to them, go to school, that's that's the dream of our grandparents with our parents to go to school. And that's what they did. Right. They went to school. They went to college. They went overseas to get an education. And a lot of our parents or a lot of our parents, you know, figure out a way to go to school and have a career trajectory that to them was success for us. That's what, because that's what they were taught. That's what they taught us to do. And I feel like, you know, all these other conversations, especially coming from a foreign country, you're now here. You don't even really understand all the ins and outs of how to go about this system. So how can you teach something to your children? You don't even really know, but I do feel like, you know, everything is not and I think I've told you this before everything is not just go to school it's not like at the end of the day we're in careers we know people who don't even have degrees who may or make money or we know people who um you have a degree but you're not it you're not using it or you have a this that but it's more than that it's about connections it's about knowing who do you know it's about uh, skills. It's about this. Even even going to college, I think, is not even the end all be all. Trades are even making more money sometimes than people with degrees. Um, business owners, having a business, making. There's so much more to being yeah. successful because, unfortunately, I feel like our generation is the. Um, the millennial generation is, especially the older millennials, like the 40 and 30 year olds, we're yeah. like, we got the short end of the stick <laughs> because we're, we yeah. were told to go to school, take on college student loans to get this worthless piece of paper yeah. for some, you know, but still you, you're taking on student loans. Um, and then, and, but I feel like the Generation Z, they're going to learn how to make money digitally. They're going to learn how to make money online. They're going to learn how to make digital products. And they're going to yeah. learn how to not even have to go to school and be how many people. I know so many people who are in their early teens to 20s that are millionaires from YouTube or millionaires yeah. from um, all these other online um online marketing stuff that they're learning how to do that we're like but we're already kind of caught up in the system we're already caught up in the rat race we're already caught up in you know having bills and stuff so it's gonna it's a little harder than if i was 19 i was not look no but you know things are things are changing you know so i i feel like our parents just did what the best that they could do with what they were taught absolutely and honestly mm-hmm. yeah our kids are going to have the same conversation there are so many things we are going to not know right. to teach not them know. and they're going to have to learn it their way yeah. but i do think with i you know me i love education mm-hmm. i love knowledge mm-hmm. so it's not just school school i i I don't know. We were at lunch yesterday with the family because Raymond graduated from, he got his master's. And I said to him, are you getting your PhD? He was like, oh my God, your eyes just lit up when you asked that question. And I said, yes, because I just think knowledge is never Mm -hmm. wasted, Mm -hmm. you know? But I agree with you that I think where the balance is, so for example, with my kids, I can see where they thrive. I can see their skills. I can see their abilities. So I would, 
I would never tell Nathan to go be a public speaker. It's not something mm-hmm. he's good at, you know. I would never tell Brianna to go um, into sciences. She's good in science, but that's not her right. interest. So I think that's where the balance is. So even the, the kids and the teenagers who are now millionaires, I feel like there's still a there's still right. something to how we right. grew up. No, I agree. You know, there's still something how we grew up and we know enough where if we make the pivot and we put all of the attention and all of the time and energy into any of those things with the skills and knowledge we have. Yeah. We'll do great. And I, I think, you know, what difference that we have that we are not going to like what you said, we're not going to pigeonhole our kids into you can only be this, 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 this. You're going to be doctor, lawyer, engineer, right. blah, blah, nurse, blah, 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 because our parents were survivors this is the things that make money in this country. This is how you survive. That's all on at the end of the day. Our parents are not. And right. then, yes, they are. They are deemed respectable professions. So one thing that's very important in our culture, respect and being finding, you know, being able to survive. Like those are the two things that if you have those things, you're good yeah. in the Nigerian community. But right. We know that, and then because I remember having a conversation with my mom, and that's when I was like, "Yeah, I, I can't talk to my mom about my my career anymore," because I was telling her like, "Oh my gosh, I hate my job," and this was back when I it was really bad for me, and I'm just this and that, and I and she was like, "Okay, like you have a job, like go to work," and I'm like. Well, but mommy I'm depressed like I hate this it's sucking my soul to deal with these people and she was like well I mean that's what work is like you're she's like it doesn't you're not we it's a means to an end you deal with it you figure out what to do if you hate it okay who cares can you eat can you survive then that's enough for you to deal with you know gossiping at work and people throwing you under the bus it doesn't even matter and I don't know if her she even experienced that to even be able to understand it but she could not relate to me saying I don't want to work a Mm nine-to-five even to this day she still feels like even her who she's in her mind that security like you go to work you make Uh the money to take care of yourself so you can eat that's it and whether you like it or you don't like it whether it makes you miserable doesn't make you miserable that doesn't like you said that's something different we we just talking about can you survive and so can you survive can you feed your your family can you take care of yourself and your and your children if the answer is yes who cares about everything else and so i i just was like okay no i'm we're not talking about this anymore (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's no point. Mm-hmm. What would you teach um, the little girls in your life? Like, what would you say to them about? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, let me not okay. feed anything. What would I say to the little girls? Oh man, I would. I would just affirm them. I mean, I would affirm them. I would teach them that. There's nothing that they cannot do. Um, I would affirm them, especially if they have, like I was saying earlier, like I wouldn't, I would not affirm them. I would not tell them by any means to like 
dream small or think small. I would want them to think big. I would want them to dream big. I would want them to lean into the gifts that they have, affirm those gifts. Um, I would tell them, be very mindful of the friendships that they make. Um, the people that they're around, be very mindful. I was very blessed to have longevity with great friends. Um, and I would tell her, I would tell girls that your seasonal friendships will outweigh your lifetime friendships. Right. So as a young girl, and I would even tell Bree, Bree, you're going to be, have a lot of friends. You're going to have a lot of friends in elementary. You're going to have a lot of friends in middle school. You're probably going to have even more friends in high school and maybe more even in college. You're going to have events and parties and this and friendships and that, but there will come a point <laughs> where all of that will begin to dwindle slowly and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not necessarily under, you know, people that are your friends one year, two years, three years, four years may not be your friends in five years, may not be your friends in 10 years. And that's okay because you're going to take different paths. And that's something that I had to reckon with because once I got married, well, I'll just say I had, I have a lot of seasonal friendships, right? So you're in the season of life. You are with these group of women or you mixed friends, whatever, co-ed friends. And you feel like these are going to be your friends forever and all of that. And then your life pivots. You do something different. Some people may stay through that season and join you in another season. Some people will fall off. Then your life will pivot again. Some people will stay through that season. Some people will fall off. Your life will continue to pivot as you go through different milestones um, and as you go through the journey of life. And people who were in your life every single day, you may not even talk to them anymore. You may not even see them anymore. You may not even, you will try to keep it up. You'll try to maintain it, but your paths have gone so differently that you know, it, it it was a period of time, you know, and that's why I'm not really yeah. a huge reunion fan. Like I'm not like once I move past something, yeah, I'm like, why am I going back? Years. I'm not the person I was yeah. in 20, 2005. Like, so the people, so right. when you, those people who knew you in 2005, that's who they knew you as. So me going back, right. that reminds me of shrinking myself. That reminds me of the very thing that God healed me from. I'm going to do that again and go back to the mentality that I don't have and go back to talking to people that don't know me. Yeah. Why? You know, so I don't really like, I, mean, yeah. I, I can understand the nostalgia of it, the good, good old days or the good times and memories, but you have to be very protective of people that live in nostalgia. You have to be very like, that's why people who just, Oh my gosh, we're going to go all my friends from high school, all my friends from high school, college. I'm like, yeah, you, that was the peak of your life. Exactly. You like that was the peak of your life. Yeah. And you know, I love Howard to death. I love, I love my, like I said before, but they have a, big thing with like and I, I think it's just college in general like people sometimes you peak in college like I feel like some people peak there and they're, they're like every little thing is like I gotta go to Howard I gotta go back to Howard I'm like how, it was good like right, they go back for a home and it's like a non-negotiable 
I mean, you graduated but 20 years like, ago. They are I still, still going there. To In their mind, they are still there. And don't get me wrong. If something brings me to Howard's campus, if there's something that I need to be there for because of something that is happening. But for me to like, I have to go back to who I was and I wasn't the Your best life. person. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't love myself. I didn't know who I was. Going back there is like going back to the thing that God took me out of. So I, um, yeah, that and then to girls now, like this wasn't really big when we were younger, but now it is. It's like social media and just being very, very careful of social media because even as an adult, I know the effects that social media has on a grown people and the life that people are so desperately trying to port either portray or the life they feel like they're missing out on. Right. Both are very fictional things. You're not missing out. I remember somebody posted like, um, which and I'm very quick to tell people my my posts those are highlights my page is a highlight reel I will tell you right now a thousand percent my pictures whatever I post it's a highlight reel you look at my life and it was oh she's those are the like (laughs) I will tell you that's not every day and I'm very transparent on that it's not every day it's not and then um those are memories for me that I want to capture and it's literally a a holding place for my memories that's it I don't put nothing else into it other people want to make this life that they are always out and it's so funny somebody was like what you're looking at that you think this somebody's life is just somebody's memories of highlights like they just want to they're scrolling at your page just like you're scrolling through theirs is no different nobody's life is better than anybody's is just literally it's just an experience but it's not like their experiences are like your life is not mundane and theirs is exciting no it's literally experiences that are being captured anyway yeah, you have to yeah, but if you're not yeah. careful, yeah. you will think that your life is less than somebody else's, and then you will then go back to feeling looking yeah. for that validation. Right. Yeah, Easy. so yeah. it's very yeah. My mm-hmm. girlfriend who's oh, visiting, yeah, mm-hmm. my girlfriend who's visiting, we were talking about that, and she was like, she was reading about um, Brazilian mm. butt lifts and how social media has made that more of yes. a thing. And because people are just trying to look a certain way. And if you scroll through social media, people are just looking the same. They have the same, they all have the same butt and they all have the same cheekbones and all these things. And it's really just because everybody wants to look good for Mm. the internet, you know? It's very dangerous. it's, It's insane. And you know how I, it's so dangerous. I, Mm-hmm. don't like social media at all I, I know there are so many great benefits about it it has helped so many people own businesses and become successful entrepreneurs so I love the benefits of it but the downside of it especially for a child who does not understand 
is what scares me. I always say use social media. Don't let social media use you like social media will use you like nobody's business. It's made to make you feel certain ways so that you continuously stay on it. But if you're like you said, use it to get the information that you need. Like you have to be intentional. You have to know what it is so that you know, okay, I'm on here for this. I'm on here for that. I'm on here to do this. I'm on here to do that. Outside of that, I don't need to do nothing else, you know, because you can find yourself going down a spiral. So that's another thing I would tell, you know, girls is also be intentional. Um, And then, you know, life is life. Like you're not expected to know everything at 11 years old, at 15 years old. So you're going to make mistakes. At 12, at 9, at 13, at 17. So you're going to make mistakes. Like you said, we were in our 30s before we understood who we were, you know, and that takes a lot of learning and growing. I would say my 20s were a hot mess until, yeah, until almost 30. (laughs) And it was, I mean, I went through a lot in my 20s. So I, but again, I needed to go through it because it made me who I am today. I'm so thankful that I got married when I did and uh, had children when I did. Not to say anything about people, women who are younger who have children younger, but um, or get married young. But I was able to experience a lot of things. I was able to, you know, like I was yeah. able to do things. So and I got a lot of things out of my system because I feel like some people who do get married young or have children at a time they still have to feel they feel still feel like they're there's a need to go through some things and don't get me wrong like yeah you want to go out you want nobody never wants to just not travel or not have fun with their friends or not party if they want to you know if they're that type of person like that never really goes away you still want to enjoy yourself but at least you feel like you had a second of your life you could do it without any you know yeah. 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 Once you have had those experiences, it's easier yeah. to balance yeah. motherhood and marriage, and because you're not, you don't feel like you're missing yeah. out on any yeah. on anything. So, like I always, I I tell girls in my life, and I tell them, don't get married I, before thirty. And people feel like you know, there's people who like, no, get married young. <laughs> enemy of progress. No, I don't agree with it. I really don't. Even though it does shorten your window to do certain things. I get that, right? So you, a lot of people say, oh no, get... But you have the rest of your life. Yeah, you do. So I understand like people say, no, you know, depending on the number of kids you want or depending on this or when you want to be done or when you want to, you know, you want to start earlier. But Going back to what we said, at least you get certain things out of your system. At least you're able to, because say, say for instance, you get married young, but you haven't traveled. You haven't, you know, had a girl's trip with your, your girlfriends. You haven't stayed out all night and, you know, been free and carefree and you haven't done this, you haven't done that. You're going to want to do that in marriage. You're going to want to do that as a mother. You're going to want to, that's going to be a whole nother struggle. Of a woman, so and then I tell them also leave your parents home. Leave your yes. parents home. Either live mm. in a dorm or have your own apartment for ten years. Yeah. 
and just because that's how you yes. learn what you like, what you don't like. Are you busy? Are you clean? Do you like time alone for an hour? Do you like waking up early? Are you like you learn so much living by yourself that it's important to don't get if you can don't get married before 30. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, live alone for at least one year and learn about yourself because then you can pivot and adjust or just be honest. This is who I am. This is what I like. I can't do that. Yep. I can do that. You want me to wake up at seven to clean? I cannot do that because I cannot be up. Mm-hmm. Before. You know what I mean? Yeah. You will know yourself better and yeah. be better prepared yeah. for marriage. And I think that's the other thing with the Nigerian culture where you're just under the this mm-hmm. pressure to find husband and have children but it's so much work I mean it is I, so much another work. thing like you said I, one thing I am grateful for my parents they didn't they never pressured me to get married by a certain age or to do this by a certain time or I need to be doing this they never once I, I feel like they knew how much work it was that they were like okay now that's one thing we will never put on our put on you or anything like that I more so put it on myself because of society's pressures but I, it was never for my parents but then it's like oh wow like this is real like marriage and being a mother it is very 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 real and it's something like you I know you said this a lot like people don't talk about it enough and you go in not knowing yourself not knowing what it takes and you either end up miserable or you end up hating yourself or you end up hating yourself your life and because you're not mentally prepared for it because you don't you think you because it's it's like okay it's a checkbox it's not no freaking checkbox like I'm very good I have you know no 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 I I don't I'd rather you not even do it than you coming in think that you just yeah you know um and what makes it also worse social media it's what you say yeah what makes it worse is yeah. I said, you just think it's cute. And that's what I'm saying. Goes back to the social media pictures. And I want to have, I want to post my pictures. Like, I want to, you know, like, and that's what people think. Like, they looking at everybody else's, they want their turn. They want their turn to be, to have the wedding and the this and the that. And you always said, it's one, it's not even one day. It is 10 hours max. And, and it's great. I'm not diminishing yes. weddings. Yes. I'm not diminishing none of that. Everybody do what you want to do is awesome. However, understand. Yes. Be prepared. No, that. Be prepared for marriage. I mean, like, I want to post there. You know how many times I've had to take my kids somewhere to school or to their friends' houses mm. without shoes on because I'm just so mm. I don't have shoes on. Like, I, that has happened because it's just we're going you know or I just I forget myself I forget that I have I have stuff that I need to do completely neglect forget because I'm too busy making sure that the kids are okay or the house is okay do we have this and do we have that is everyone's schedule intact is there food the right type of food for Nathan is it there 
what schedule that, do you and have? And that's the mental load of a mother. That's the mental load of a mother. Yesterday alone, Brianna had two dance performances. Nathan had a birthday party. Raymond was graduating. We had a family lunch. I had a girlfriend having a bridal shower. I was like, something is not going to happen today. Not sure what, <laughs> but I'm going to get to a point where I, my day will end. And if Brie misses a performance, mm. that's what will happen. If I miss a graduation, it was mm-hmm. ju- it's just too much. I totally agree. Because guess who has to be the logistical planner of all of that? Yep. And that's why, yep. you know, it, so. it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy that, you know, even with the babies, like, oh yeah, go go do what you need to do, but just make sure that you have this. this, this. <laughs> I might not even do it because it's more yes. work for me to make sure that everything is this, 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 this just to be like, because you're trying to like, oh no, go take care of what you need to take care of. As long as you make sure you got to do it, I was like, you know what? Because you're giving me assignments to go be have my own time. I don't even want the time because I, you know what I mean. Yeah, why don't it's you like okay. Make sure he has food. Make sure this is this. Make sure, <laughs> but yeah, go do what you need to do. I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't even want to do it because you're you're making me stressed to make sure I have all these things in place so that you can help me. Yeah. I might as well just not go. But it, yeah, but it's no, you're not. You're not happy. <laughs> it's your child. You know, it's it, your it's child, and I understand. Yeah, like that's yeah. an argument. That, it's an argument I have with people because they're like, like Prince will tell me, you know, do you know I have friends who they don't do half of what I do. They don't that. go grocery they shopping. They don't do to tell you to and throw I'm it like, in your face. Guess what? If I don't live in this house, you would still mm. eat and you would still go get groceries. And secondly, these kids nope. aren't mine alone. You don't get a cookie or a pat nope. on the back for picking them up from school or for doing homework because yeah. they're yours as well. So sorry. I And I told him one day, I was like, shame on your friends for thinking that you're doing yeah. something. Yeah. Like, shame on them. Yeah. Shame on them. And shame on their wives for not hmm. expecting more of them. Shame on them. That was the last time we had that conversation because I was like, yeah, like, you're not I appreciate it I genuinely do but it's an equal partnership because my mental load to keep all of this going mm, you couldn't even handle I'm for two seconds you. I'm telling you you know oh my okay. God, I kept you for an hour all right let's see I have, um oh that was a good question too but let me ask you this what lessons do you hope to give to your boys? Um, I feel like, man, the lessons to give to my boys are so, I just want them Like when I think of my boys, like sometimes I go like daydream and fantasy and not fantasy, but daydream about like them and they're like grown men and they're tall and they're kind of like, I don't know, kind of like how your brothers are, you know, just kind of like just family men and um, laughing and making each other laugh and their wives. And, you know, it's so many things. Like if I think about all the things, I just get overwhelmed. 
Like I literally get overwhelmed and I'm learning that about myself. Yeah. Like I'll start like feeling anxiety because I just want them to be so like, I don't want to be the parent of how we grew up, but I don't want to be too laissez faire with them because that, that they're going to get off track. So I'm like, yeah. how do, you know, so I just want them to, how do you balance? Do you I just balance? want them to, you know, love God, have a relationship with God, you know, be saved, have salvation. I want them to um, have a spirit of excellence. Um, and, just, and the thing that is weird is, like you said, there's so much drastic change from how we grew up to how they're growing going to be growing up what's their you know what they'll see what they'll have access to all these things what we don't even know how it'll be in 10 years so I'm just like God whatever it is however it is if you if we shall tarry I just want us just help us to to raise them properly you know as in godly ways and we don't even know how that'll look in 10 years I don't know like I have no clue no, no clue, clue, but um, no clue whatsoever. Yeah, so I mean, I just I want them to be good men. I want them to have integrity, um, and I want them to um, and and like you said, I'm I'm a woman. I don't know. I I would know, like you said, kind of what I would want a girl to be: respectful, kind. You know. Yeah honoring their, you know, obedience to their parents, but also feel safe to talk to us about things. And, and I, I want to have that relationship. Like, I don't want to be that parent that their kids don't really feel like, Oh, I can't even talk to my mom. She wouldn't even get it. Or she wouldn't do this. I want to be relatable with my kids. So I like the way, um, Selena is. Yeah. Go ahead. Selena. I love the way Selena. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say Selena last week. She said to me, oh, my God, it was so good. Mm. I was so happy she was the first because it was so good. So She said to me that the best advice, the most important advice she gave her kids is don't mm. ever lie to me. Don't ever lie to me. Lie. Steal. If you can steal, you can kill. And if you can kill, wow. your life is virtually over. And she said. Yeah, she's told them no matter what the problem, no that. matter what it is. Like she said, no matter what, come tell me and we will work through it. Don't lie to me. Don't hide it. Just come tell I me love that. and we will work it out. But the second you lie, mm -hmm. I know. I was like, oh, so I told <laughs> Selena, I was like, you need to write a book. You she need does. To do I do. I do. The way your kids are. I mean, you've done phenomenal. And then the other thing is now Bree's mm -hmm. going to be 10 next year. And I am, I am like out of my body thinking about her growing up. And I asked Selena mm -hmm. about Kayla being in college. How she deals with that. She said, honestly, she has shifted from the role of mom to mm. a counselor and an advisor. That's the only way that Kayla will come to her with things if she's not telling yeah. her what to do, how to do it and blah, blah, blah. But just supportive and giving her advice. And I, I think, just I think I, I once know. your child is in college, you have to be become that you cannot be because especially. Yeah, you have to become you have to switch that hat. Um, and I remember my mom switching that hat as well. It, it will become a point where it'll even be very much contention and she will not tell you the truth 
because in college you are on a road to discover yourself yep. you are on a road to figuring things out and a parent it, it takes a parent longer to understand like this is no longer a child this is a young adult and it it's it's hard it, like you said it's so crushing to you because you're seeing your child like leaving the nest and it's like oh my gosh and you know um but I think Selena, the way the what she's saying is spot on. Once you understand, once me and my mom understood, like all she can do is counsel me. She can't tell me nothing, like because then we became more so close. Then we became more so like we got we got yeah. a rhythm in our relationship that was like you know I don't feel like my mom is gonna because what can she do? Like at that at a certain stage, what can you do? What can you do? What can you, there's nothing you can do yeah but selena mm-hmm. has done a fantastic job with it. she has. and i told her like you the way you parent is amazing the fact that your kids will sit next to you as teenagers and still hug you and all of that is incredible, incredible. to me it's incredible i mean and the fact that they don't puff their wings up with her or like you know what I mean like they're still like mommy you know like they still and not like mommy like a baby but kind of like that like just in their own way they're still like I want my mommy like I want my mommy they're fine with it but at the same time they never are like you know they don't puff up their chest with her they don't puff their wings like mm -mm. they have that respect Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They do. So, mm-hmm. one more question: How do you balance mom life? And that's Christine? something I'm working on currently. Um, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Um, and you mentioned earlier, um, like your career mm-hmm. and having being able to get validation from other people who respect you and what you can contribute and what you can um, offer and you have a vision for what you want to be, who you want to become. Um, I, you know, believe it or not, I do look to you as that example of someone who is still going to be there for her kids in every which way she can, but her career is just as important to her and I feel like that's the same thing for me I feel like you know I have to shout out to all the women who are moms or work yada yada but for me in my validation and who I am I have to work not necessarily because and I was telling Tim this um also because he's trying to not work in corporate anymore but and I know that the cons of corporate and, and the structure and all that stuff, it, it is, you know, it's not all that. But yeah. at the same time. And some people are not built for some people are not, corporate life. Yes, they're not built. But some people, as long as you're in a right, in a good company, I feel like some of it is good for my esteem. Some of it is good for what I need and so um, especially now that we have a little bit more flexibility and can work from home in some places and do certain things I feel like okay I can contribute and I don't get lost I have a, a vision for my life I understand that I need to take care of myself and certain things the only thing is um, 
understanding kind of like you said something may not get done today right because if you choose one thing you're probably going to have to say no to something else so you know if I want to do something, I may say yes to staying up and doing that, but I'm saying no to getting a little bit more sleep. Or I may say yes to myself going yeah. to this event or doing something, but I might say no to doing something I need to do in the house or cooking a meal or doing something for the kids. So that yeah. balance of, okay, yes, I'm saying yes to me because I need to, but then I'm also, but then at the same time, I'll have, I'm saying no to something else that I could be doing for another, you know, somebody else or something. So I need, um, am I like super, super good? I don't think so because I have little children. My, my, my kids are two and five months. So one thing that I'm really understanding is I can't compare myself. One, I should not compare myself. And two, I can't because people who may be doing may look like they're doing more is their kids are older like their kids are a little bit more independent so they can like really start the business that they want to start and really you know do this do that do that because one you know their kids are in third grade or fourth grade so you know all those baby baby things those you know if it was if Caleb was you know if it was just Caleb you know like it was I would He's, you know, I could see like how you could just, okay, Caleb is good, do, 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 do what you got to do, and you have more time to focus. But now yeah. I kind of like, which is not bad. I'm, I'm okay because I know, okay, this is just a time period, right? When you're in it, you're like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is, am I ever gonna get it? And then when you start understanding, okay, now when he's one, he'll be able to do this. When he's two, he'll be able to do this. When he's three, he'll be able to do this, this, and this, and this. And you yeah. kind of understand. And time goes by fast, like we know that. So, yeah, so I kind of can calm down and be like, it's not never going to happen. It's just right now. And that's why I don't say you can have it all, but you can have it all, but not at the same time, especially if you have children, especially if you have little children, you can't do everything at once. It's You'll be able to do it, but understand that it's, you may not be able to do everything at the same time because you're a human. You can't. You have to be realistic, you know, and and shout out to the women who have all this help and all these things because you do. I saw a woman who had a baby like two months ago, I want to say, and she has snapped back. She's everything is back to where it was and she's out doing her partying (laughs) and stuff. And I'm looking like, but who is with your two month old? Who is it with the child and why are you at the club? Why do you want to be there with a new baby? Yeah. And you know, that's not, if that's how you're starting out. No, she has three kids. Born, she has three kids. You continue. Oh. oh. And little kids. Yeah. Like, the youngest is probably I, I, four. I, I mean, the oldest is four, and the youngest yeah, is no, two I months. Think, so I'm confused as to... Yeah, I think the important thing to remember for me and for you because you have younger kids is that it's such a short time it is such a short time like even today I went into the bathroom to shower Nathan and he was like no thank you I got it like done and then I I picked out his clothes he dressed himself brushed Mm. his hair himself it was done so and I remember when 
and I know like time. you go back and you see those pictures and I'm sure your phone you get like the memories that pop up yes. and you're like this yes. little boy that's saying no thank you and da, 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 it was just like me out of the bathroom yeah 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 out of the bathroom yeah so like it's such a short time and it goes by really fast you know there wasn't a time three years ago mm. I could not sit here with you for over an hour without that would not have been possible you know so it is for a short time and I think those memories and those times with you they're kids so and Nikki so I will tell important. you this another thing that came to me before right which is just God helping me is the mindset shift of thinking I get to be with my kids my boys are going to know that mommy was yes. there instead of feeling like I can't do this I can't yeah. go here I can't be with my friends I can't go this way I can't go take this trip I can't do this or this or this but guess what those people's moms or parents who's like this lady I was telling you about who's already back in the club after I just barely I, I know she's not three months um that she it's like wow. okay so your kids are always going to be remembering you dropping them off or doing this or doing that or my mom wanted to be doing this yep. instead of being with me you know and I'm like no and I really love yep. parents who view Selena like their kids are with them and you know yes you need a break yes you need a time to just mm -hmm. be you know have a little bit of more you know like I I, I don't knock that at all because you need it but you yeah you do you need it but you I think do. there's something to say like I enjoy being with my kids and my kids enjoy being with me and like you said yeah. because it's so short yeah the time think of all the the memories and the things and like you said we think of memories as we took this trip and we you know um did this and all these big things because to this, us that means memories but to our children and what you asked me earlier my, my childhood wasn't perfect but I love my childhood like I love my childhood because of the little yeah. things that we just did and the everyday routine and yeah. my mom doing this and my mom dropping me there and I got to do this and I got to do that. The culmination of my childhood was good, right? You oh, thinking of, oh, we did yeah. this and that and we're, parents are always wrecking our brains to figure out what we can be doing, what we can do, be doing. But the, I'm telling you, the fact that we are here with our children every day and they see us and we're there. And I promise myself, anytime my child has anything where parents, you know, you get these messages and emails from the schools, do this, we got to do this. I will make yeah. it. I will be, you know, bring this, I'll bring it, you whatever, because I want my children to be like, no, my mom was al always there. She was always in the audience. Anytime my child is on a stage of any kind, they will see me in the audience. I don't care if it's a game. I don't care. Spelling yep. bee, speech, like, you know, like you, anytime Brianna does it, whatever, you will make sure your child, I'm not, my child will never be like, oh, my mom's not in, oh, never, no. I'm never, scared. because how many children do, or not children yeah. grown people do you know that's the first thing they say oh my mom never came to my games that's what I was telling who was I telling that yesterday we went to mm -hmm. dinner with Prince's boss and the wife was telling us a story she was pregnant with her fifth mm -hmm. child and she went into labor and the fourth fourth and mm -hmm. third child had a championship game basketball game she couldn't go because she was literally in the hospital having a baby. She said till this day, the youngest is now 14 
and the, mm-hmm. the, the it was the fourth child. He's now 18. Till this day, he tells her, you missed my championship game. Yeah. But she was yeah. having a baby and yeah. not that go what was she like, supposed to do so, I mean, things like that do, you know i understand like, that but you just not going because you want to what yeah. do like no you know what i mean yeah sleep or sleep do this or do or that you. or no or people literally will choose their work people will really literally choose so like anywhere i go now that's like a non-negotiable if my child is doing something that requires a parent yep. uh, attendance I will be there. If you feel like my I'm supposed to pick this over my child, yeah. let's not even move forward because it's not, we don't have our values are not in alignment. Um, so yeah, that to me is because I did pick up. I'm like everybody's like, well, my mom wasn't at my games or my dad never came to my games or this and whenever, and I'm like, hmm, this game thing. Yes. It's very, it's a very important it's, thing. No, like activities. Yeah, and it's stuff very big. big. Thing. And, I, and mm. I remember like, I was in band, yeah. I was in music, I was in marching band, I played like three different instruments, I was in mm. choir. Not mm. once did anyone ever come to my, any of my performances. Like, you do. It's like a think, and I think it's yeah. because other people have parents who show up. Again, it's a, it goes back to validation. Yeah, it like, goes back to validation. You come out, so it becomes such a sore subject mm-hmm. and you're just hurt because again one is there to validate mm-hmm. the time and effort you put into it and what that has helped me with because of the type of parent that I am knowing that if Brie has something going on I gotta be there Nathan my team at work my staff if they come mm-hmm. to me with anything having to do with their kids can go I'll take care like I got you like a hundred percent because yeah for mom for yeah. mom I know how important that is and I never you should be never. a boss that says you shouldn't that's a wicked never. boss at the end of you know, the day <laughs> you know yeah. yeah yeah so as soon as I was sick this like we have one who the the she was like she came and she was like I can't afford daycare after school I can't afford I have mm-hmm. to pick up my child at three. So what are my options? Mm-hmm. And I was like, come in early or up and just bring him here till it's time to leave. So she does mm-hmm. every day. He comes there and when yep. she's done, they go home together. And I, I know how that looks because then mm-hmm. I've opened that door. So other people, if they need that, I have to allow it. But what other option did she have? Right. Was I going to fire her because her son needs to be picked up because she's a uh, social worker who doesn't make uh-huh. enough to afford? You know what I mean? So, I so that is one gift I do know that I give is if you're if you need to go because of your child, I don't uh-huh. care for what purpose. Go. Do you? Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Like that's the most important thing. Parent first. Without that, you cannot be okay not knowing where your child is, knowing that your child is not happy because of something. Mm, you you will not perform well. That is true. So, and you, you know, and and that's it. And that's one thing when you talk to my team, that is one thing they all kind of say. The flexibility as a parent in mm, this organization is amazing because 
So it, it's just because I understand right. how important it is, you know, and and I what I want to do, I do want to tell you is, yes, it's such a short time. And I I applaud you for understanding that your kids are young and the time you give mm-hmm. to them now is what's most important. That is it. The time with you is mm-hmm. most important. Not the activities, not a, nothing. Nothing is more important than mm-hmm. if they stretch out their hands, they can touch you. You know, that's it. Or Nathan will scream from upstairs, mommy. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. nothing, just checking to make sure I'm around. And I think it's, it's Prince and I talk about it like we're sad for those parents yeah, in our age group who do not understand <laughs> that club will be, be there. there that club and I and it's something that and I go back to like I said because you don't get that out of your system earlier get it out so that you don't feel like you yeah. have to be a eight week old and you have to be in the club like why what is there for you even even if you weren't eight weeks out postpartum even if you what is there for you there you're a married woman and why 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 and that just makes me understand like what are people going through that you're not like you should be done with that stuff i'm not i'm not condemning it or making it like never go to a club ever but uh, once in a while you yeah, yeah once go, in a but while not at the expense of go. your children i think that's what we're you know get into it. yeah yeah no i absolutely agree and then not putting um not knowing that your your kids at some point will question you for yep. all of those decisions that you made they will question you and if you're not home with your kids yep. something or I someone am. is and whatever that thing or that person mm. is feeding them is what is teaching them and what is feeding them and that is yeah. what is molding their mentality. Yeah. You know? So you, you have to, and then later on when your child is 18 and 19, 20, 21, mm. and they're out clubbing until 5 a.m., <laughs> you can't say no. You literally cannot say That's what we And when, like you said, they will remember that you were not there. They will remember. And I never want them to be like, I'm not coming to this because you weren't there for me. Or I'm not doing this because you weren't there. Life always flips. Life always flips. And as our parents are getting older, you begin to understand now. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Your parents will start coming back and wanting to you to be there because guess mm-hmm. what all those things that were there and that were getting their attention have gone away mm-hmm. seasons seasons I'm, I'm i'm very big on seasons and then you look back I'm and friends. whatever you you invested in that's what grows if you don't invest in your relationship with your children it will not grow what to be there when you need it when you are in your retirement years mm-hmm. and you need your children to help you do certain things yeah they got their own stuff and guess what you didn't invest in them enough to 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 make sure that they were there solidly for you and if you don't you don't have that relationship but someone like me i'm very much Uh relational like i'm loyal to those i'm loyal Uh to and i care about those i don't care about you know that's just how i'm built 
when you as a parent don't invest in the time to build that relationship it is and then you come and you mm-hmm. you want something from me it's a challenge i don't have it's it such give. a challenge because i don't have it to give tyler perry has quote you like if you don't teach your a child cannot give you what they don't have one and two he, he and mm-hmm. his dad have a weird relationship and he was like i'm mm-hmm. him what he gave me a roof over my head and food to eat that's it then that is that's all, all you gave and, and that's, that's a perfect example of and thank god he even would willing to do that thank god he's in the situation in a place where he can't afford to yeah. buy him yeah. you know or provide him a place to live and pay for his living expenses because that's what like you said that's what he did for me he made sure i had a place to live and i had my living expenses were paid for. And, but to do more than that you never gave that to me i don't know how to give that to you so and you have to remember that and I think a lot of parents don't think about that they don't think about when I get old right because nowadays we don't have we're not we don't we're not able not we're not able we just don't have as many kids as our as our parents did right so we don't have the luxury to say oh I'll have six seven kids around me and some some one of them is going to be there for me so you know but now you have two three four at the most and if you don't invest in them it's only by god's grace that one of them or two of them is able to help you or take care of you or do something and if you only have two it's like you better pay and make sure they have what they need because when you're older at least you know by god's grace they'll be there somebody will help you or they'll their family will you know God, think about that just like when that we're at work and we start our careers and they're telling us about 401ks and retirement and we're like yeah yeah whatever whatever like no 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 really think about these things because right. one thing that's going to happen is time will pass and you will see that man yep. i should have invested in that when i was younger when i was when my kids were younger you know so yeah. I just think about things like that. Um, it's easier said than done, of course. Your life is life and you're going to mess up and you're going to model things that you don't want to model to them because you're human, you're imperfect. Um, they're going to be their own person. You know, you just don't know. But we, like you said, just do your best. Do your best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm going to end with a couple of things that I admire and love about you. Okay. So, (laughs) so the first thing is that Mm. your awareness that you matter, like no matter what you do, um, you do know that you're important as well. You do put like self care as a checkbox. Like I have to make sure that a piece of me is taken care of. And I think that's so important because most people don't. So I admire that. I admire your drive to be successful. I admire your drive for excellence, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way that feeds you and in a way that's important to you and not in a way to please the world, but just because it's important to you. And that I really, and this one I admire a lot because I I live in Texas. Most of my friends are not here. So it's um I admire your ability mm. to stay connected to your circle of friends. Like cuz that's so important, mm-hmm. you know, and these are people you have memories with and mm-hmm. who 
know you because they've been with you for so long. I admire mm-hmm. that about you. And I admire how you parent, you know. I admire that again, going back to what we were just talking about. And it's so funny mm-hmm. that we talked about this because it was on my list of things I admire. Is the fact that you're not out mm-hmm. there at the expense of your kids, you know, or at the expense of your family. You are parent first, mother first, right, right. then everything else and I so admire that because I think most um people our age most are focused not focused on their kids primarily they're focused on what they think their needs are and you're you don't do that um Mm. and I admire your relationship with God I admire that you're your home with your husband that is a primary focus love that because I think once you have that foundation very little thank you your home. thank you it's by God's grace I, I just I thank God and I, I thank God yeah. just for the gift of self-awareness I think that that has helped me a lot you know that has helped me a lot just being self-aware about I'm just yeah. very reflective so I think a lot of respect a lot and so that helps me to make the decisions that I make so Thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah. No, I just want to say that this was really good. I did not know what to expect. Um, I'm glad you didn't give me any prep um, because I would have kind of to be, you know, prepared for this or that. But it was a very candid conversation, um, and I'm glad I am a deep thinker because I do think about certain things. So this was a perfect conversation for that um and it makes me aware of being the parent that I want to be even more there are certain things that now I'm like man I want to I need to do this more I need to do that more or I'm glad I'm doing this or I'm glad at doing that or you know it just helped me kind of center myself more in my parenting journey as new of a parent as I am um yeah and I'm very very leery of trying to forecast too much because every stage is different right so I can only go up to where I am which is toddler I'm not I cannot speak on this age group or that age group because I don't you and one thing I'm understanding is you do not know what you would do until you are in that situation I don't care what you think you you don't know like they would never do this because zip it if ever a time I feel like I'm about to say yes. something of something like I know what I'm talking about even though I've never experienced it I'm quick to be like Mm-mm, zip your lip girl because you don't know what you would do you don't know and that helps me not judge yeah and even being critical being critical of other parents and stuff like I'm yeah I'm conscious of it because you you don't know and then the other thing is you don't know what childhood traumas people have that is and you don't know every child is who they are like even if you take a child and you give them to a different parent or a different background or a different environment or a different there's so many variables into why people are the way they are that you don't even you can never judge somebody you can never because nobody's situation it's like a fingerprint even kids that grow up in the same household are completely different 
You know, I think birth order has something to do with it. I think gender, you know, everything has so many variables to it. Mm -hmm. Like a middle child that was born in this time frame may not be the same oldest child. You know, like there's so many variables in, in life. Like you, you can't compare, you can't judge. You never know. Yep. So you just never know. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, I'm glad this was helpful. Um, this is helpful to me. Yeah. Like this has been such a labor of love that um, I'm so glad because my conversation mm, with Selena I'm, last week yeah, was I want to so listen awesome. to that. I'm so and, like, um, yeah, I feel but, like yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then, and then this conversation was so good. So like last week was really about, and I loved mm-hmm. it because it was about her and her, she has older kids and just what to look forward to and the wisdom that she has. And this one really, like our conversation delved into parenthood and motherhood. And mm. I just, I'm so excited. You, you remember how mm. I was scared to do this and I was like, oh, I don't really want to do it. Feels I feel so like right. this, like it just honestly, feels right. it gives me chills. I know you have your vision, everything, but this probably should be your like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your co- cornerstone, if that makes sense. Like having these conversations, especially with women who are open book. I think I'm an open book. I know Selena's open book. Um, and if other women who like don't mind being transparent and telling things because one, that's what makes conversation rich. And then two, it's what helps people to know that they're not alone or, you know, like, so I think these conversations and then everything else can spiral yep. from there. But this right here, this, this is gold. Yeah, no, like I was shocked when I yeah. finished last week. I was on fire. Like, I, I don't know. And I texted Edith and I was like, this, for some reason, I'm always scared. Obedience. I'm always shy. Your obedience always is, a fear. That's why I say obedience. Something, if but, something is God putting it on your heart, it's like, it's already done. It's just us being obedient. And I'm even talking to myself, but just being obedient because yeah. now when you talk to women or they listen to this and you, you know, it, becomes grows and it blossoms and I can just see this being like I don't know why I got a vision of like a panel or a vision of a like women coming together and yeah and you yeah. I can tell that's and what that you're you, what you're do. like like yeah. you just want to do it. like you want to have this, love this. conversation yeah. with women who are yeah. going through things who are not are wearing that mask and say like we know it's not easy sister you don't have to front and fake like we know I see (laughs) you don't have to fake it I know know, you be quick to be like this one I know you not this is is fake I know what's I I see it in your eyes like let's talk let's talk Uh, yeah you know yeah I just felt I just felt um, mm-hmm. it was easy last week. I was excited. I wasn't, there was no doubt. There was no fear when I finished. There was no doubt. There was no fear. It was easy. I felt so good because there were mm. so many things she said that I never thought of as a parent. And I'm like, how do not have access to such information? How many more people can do not have people in their lives that they can just ask questions to and learn from and grow from, from and 
she just mm-hmm. gave it away like that. And then with you, you were just transparent and open and honest. And I think I'm if more you. people would just do that, if more people would just do that, more women will feel less yeah. alone and less in the shadows, you know, and feel less. Mm. They don't have to feel like they have to do everything because there are so many people who whew, are yeah in a worse position, you know. Yeah, so you, you just need to just be honest and good. I, I'm this this for some reason this, yeah. is giving me life. As much as I don't like the sound of my own voice, and I want to be behind the scenes, but this for some reason is giving uh-huh. me life. Like the books are great, the books are wonderful. This, this for some is, reason this is, it. is this actually is giving me, me life. This should be yeah. the cornerstone, and everything comes from it because I'm I'm telling yeah. you, like it's it's easy and it's so relaxing and and like I don't feel like what I'm saying is going to be misconstrued or you know whatever um so I'm 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 happy and I'm like you said like I said before anything you have I'm gonna support Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that you thought of me to be on here I'm I'm very grateful thank you thank you so are you yeah I mean I Mm-hmm. met you and we were planning your wedding and stuff <laughs> no, never I would i have thought so that either i don't know but as we, we i think it was when we were planning the wedding i was like no, nikki like nikki is my like little you know but nick i just was like no because the way you operated i was like this is how i operate i think like you i feel like we have the same like we're on the same wavelength in terms of how we think and how we think about life and how we see life and yep. like is yeah. I'm, I'm leery like I've got I used to be very trusting but then be, but now I've gone through multiple situations I need to be a little bit more you know yeah. but with you I never you felt any yeah. nothing so I was just like yeah no I'm here gonna be we're gonna be good and then we're already like family friends intertwined so uh, yeah. we were gonna see each other you know more, more and more and God just continued to place you in my life in more ways where my children were gonna be in public like, you know it's just it's just God like some things are just you know God's hand is in it. It's not like I'm forcing it. Yeah, I think our exactly. Yeah, I think our values are aligned, and it and yes, that and I thank makes God. it much more easier. Yes, to, I thank God. To be and the happy. fact that you were doing your wedding yeah, planning, like, and I look at all those things, right? Like, I look at like you could have, been, you could have did um, your event planning like five years before I met Tim, and you could have been like, I'm done with that. I ain't doing that no more. But for whatever reason, it was the same exact time that I got engaged to Tim was the same exact time that you wanted to start your business. You know what I mean? Like that is not for little, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. No, that's God. God. Like you don't know why you do things and timeframes you do them, the year you want to do them, the year I make Tim, the year you never until like my mom told me something that was crazy but she told me she was like even this coronavirus shut down you never know it could have been one person's prayer that made this whole thing happen because God wanted something to happen God wanted something to happen to make everybody stay home or God wanted something to happen to make you never know why one person was like I miss being with my family 
boom. That's, and that could have been the reason, that could have been how God made the virus, even yep. though it took lives or whatever. But you don't, you don't know why things happen the way they do. And I'm very much a believe that it could have been one person's request to God that made the whole world turn upside down. You don't know. You don't know why things happen the way they do. So, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, so this is great. I'm so grateful that you said yes and you you are always so supportive and I'm so super grateful. I I know I'm always busy looking for stuff to do cuz my brain never shuts down. It's always moving and there's always something new going on and stuff, mm-hmm. but this is really like my heart. My heart is just full with this. For some reason I just feel like this is going to do great things, not necessarily for me, mm-hmm. but for other people yeah. who just need a community to to be a part of. And I think this is, yeah. I'm just grateful that you agreed. And I'm grateful that Tim agreed to yeah. hold That's the case. That's why I said, not so during the week because time. <laughs> it's just, it's hectic. Our schedule is so jam packed, but today is a little bit more. And yeah, so. They're sleeping, taking a nap. I'm about to do a few things and then they'll wake up. And, you know, so this was actually a perfect. So anything you want to do like this where we need like designated time, this this is a good time frame. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Selena is actually going to mm. coordinate one with her, Janice, Emily. I can't wait to do that one and then yes. I might get you in there for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. just for that's gonna be fun that's I know and fun. they so, one thing I'm I love excited. about their sisterhood their sisterhood I don't know even know the word to describe it but it's like you know like when you growing up and your parents are like these are your friends you know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't grow up like that. My mom never was like, yes. Your siblings are your friends. Like you don't know who are friends. Like like you can have friends, but these are your friends, right? Like your sisters or your brother and sister, those are your friends. Everybody else is just associates yeah. they get to have. Because in life, that is the real yeah. deal. Your family is all you really have. Everybody else can come and go. You may have a sprinkle of handful of people that are long long lifetime people but your siblings are your and I feel like they got that they were understood that these are my sisters my sisters are my friends I don't need really I I have friends but you know what I mean like got that and I don't need I yeah these people I need yeah other people are good I'm I'm thankful on. for them but these are my yep. these are my friends yeah and that is a blessing to have that right you know I I yeah. don't it breaks yeah. my heart when you see yeah yes yep. and it, and, it, and I wish like I had that because not to say that me and my siblings <laughs> are not close or not you know friends but we're more so like we have to be together to have that right one is in jersey one is in lagos one is in houston one is yeah and they that doesn't mean nothing like you you in the desert and as long as they have an internet connection or a phone they're fine you know um and i 